Hi, thank you for joining me today. My name is John Newby. This is John 2028 Apologetics and Lion and the Lamb Podcast. Today's podcast is going to be on music, the power of music. So I remember growing up, and I've had my buddies ask me this question before. I've never looked into it to give my, my opinion, so I'm going to go ahead and do it now. Some of y'all have listened to my podcast in the past. I'm a, you know I love music. Um, I did one on Madonna not too long ago. Um, I, when I grew up, the popular thing that was said around the church, you know, is that you know, Marilyn Manson and all this, uh, you know, heavy metal music and other types of music in that nature is satanic and it's evil. And one of the most popular things that people would say was that in the church scene in the uh, late 80s and early mid 90s was about Led Zeppelin now of course I listened to Led Zeppelin probably my entire life uh, I missed the, uh, that generation as far as when the music came out but but it was still popular in the late 80s and early 90s when I was a kid mid 90s so of course if you know anything about this you're already thinking of Stairway to Heaven Stairway to Heaven, right? Led Zeppelin is what a lot of people consider to be the greatest rock band of all time. They might even be the highest seller. If not, they're definitely on a short list. But a lot of people consider them the GOAT. Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, the whole bit. Um, of course, I've listened, like I said, I listen to a lot of their music, and it's good to lift weights to and, and uh, you know, hang out to, but the same token you have to always keep your guard up and be cautious on everything so first let's go over the fact is is music powerful can music change your mood can it change your mood can it be used as a weapon to fight off evil can or can it and by the same nature can evil use it as a weapon to mess with you and I believe it can. I think the scripture is pretty clear on this. And this is a story I know most of y'all heard of King David. And when he's getting ready to fight Goliath. But he's uh, approached and met with uh, Saul before he uh, becomes King David. Before he challenges Goliath. And if you go to 1 Samuel 16. I'm going to read it to you and see if you can catch it. So Saul is disobeying God. And um, an evil spirit. God sends an evil spirit. To torment him he's disobeying God and God's punishing him and because of this also God sends David into his life so not only does God punish him and he wants him to repent but he also sends a godly man into his life and David had besides being a stud being handsome and whatnot the dude can play music as well first Samuel 16 14 now the spirit of the Lord left Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord terrified him. Saul's servants then said to him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God is terrifying you. May our Lord now command your servants who are before you. Have them search for a man who is skillful musician on the harp. And it shall come about whenever the evil spirit from God is upon you, that he shall play the harp with his hand. 
Notice that when the evil spirit is there, or it's messing with Saul, that's when he begins to play. Right? So Saul has said to his servants, Now select for me a man who can play well and bring him to me. Then one of the young men responded and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is a skillful musician, a valiant, mighty man, a warrior, skillful in speech, and a handsome man. And the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse to say, Send me your son David, who is with the flock. And Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread and a jug of wine, and he took a young goat and sent him to Saul by his son David. Then David came to Saul and attended him, and Saul greatly loved him, and he became, and he became his armor bearer. So Saul sent word to Jesse, saying, Let David know, be my attendant, for he has found favor in my sight. So it came about whenever the evil spirit from God came to Saul, David would take the harp and play it with his hand. And Saul would feel relieved and become well. And the evil spirit would leave him. So it is safe to say, it is biblically sound to say, that music has the power to push off evil spirits or for, e for evil spirits to even come in through that. I think it's logically sound. If a good man plays music to represent the Lord and it could push off evil, if a bad man plays music to bring in evil, then it would work in the same way. I think that's logically sound. So I think that that is something to take into consideration as we go through this podcast. And we hear of this, of course, in the New Testament as well. And we're going to go to Paul and uh, Paul, 1 Corinthians 14, 15. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I'll also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. Colossians three sixteen. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And then the last one we'll look at real quick is Ephesians 5.19, my favorite. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your hearts, from your heart to the Lord. So, I think obviously there's power in music. It, the Pauls tells you to sing the psalm, to make hymns and songs from the Spirit. So even let so the Holy Spirit songs from the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit leading you to write a song. The the Holy Spirit inspiring you to write a song. And that's not infallible uh, scripture that you're writing. But it's music that represents the teachings of the inspired scripture. So we've established that music has power. It is power. I mean, when, when you're in heaven, you will praise and worship at the throne of God. Praise and worship. So, yeah, there's power in music. There's power in sound. Yes, I mean, God spoke the universe into existence. There's power in sound. You proclaim the name of Jesus. You proclaim it. 
I accept Jesus as my Lord, God, and Savior. I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. This stuff is proclaimed. Okay? So, faith come by hearing. So yeah, there's power in music. There's power in this stuff. So now the next question is, now back to Led Zeppelin. Does Led Zeppelin, does any of the band members, do they have anything in their history, anything known about them, that is what you would throw up a red flag about? That's not, that doesn't represent Christ. That's something that may be even evil or some type of demonic worship or Satan worship. Like we proclaim the Lord, do they proclaim something else? Or does anyone in the band have that? So is there is there anything that would reasonably be, be suspicious with that, you know, the Satan worshiper with this song being played backwards? Well, let's look at Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page, he owned an occult bookstore. Okay, and he and he bought and lived in the house which was used which was used and belonged to Aleister Crowley. Now do y'all know who Aleister Crowley is? I've talked about him before. Um, I'm pretty sure I've talked to him about it on my podcast and on my YouTube channel. Aleister Crowley was a famous dude back in the 1800s or late 1800s, 1900s, early 1900s with the occult. He would summon demons and they looked an awfully lot like a gray, like an alien we see today. I talk about this in my aliens uh, podcast and videos. Um, you know, the guy w was definitely not a Christian by any stretch of the imagination. I, I know of people that would buy houses that that that's people they admire and they would want to live in them. Um, I see that, you know, or want to wear a jer buy a jersey that Tom Brady wore or Michael Jordan wore or LeBron James wore, something like that. People do this. So, if a dude owned an occult bookstore, I think it's reasonable to believe that he also bought the Aleister Crowley's old house where the seances and these sex orgies and demonics demonic uh, activity happened where seances and stuff occurred I don't think it's coincidental it's possible but it's not probable now there is one allegation I don't know if this is true where in a concert um, he did the song remains the same we performed like a, gest a gesture with a, a violin and it was on one of his long guitar solos. It was a four-part gesture, and it was supposed to summon an evil spirit. Okay, I don't, I don't know, and he did it two times in a row. I don't know if that is what is done in that belief, so I can't say that definitively. I don't know. So I'm trying to be fair here. I'm trying to give the benefit of doubt. As a police officer, that's what you do. That's what you do. You, you, you don't jump to conclusions. But you have to weigh the evidence. And it's does it just seems to it seems like it, it would be take more faith that all that this stuff that we've talked about so far is just coincidental than being intent. 
So we do know that music's... So let's go over what we know so far. We do know music's powerful. We do know music is used as worship in heaven. We do know that music wards off evil spirits. Um, so I think that it's... It, was this done on purpose, I guess, is the next question. Because now we're getting to it. Now we're going to play... Led Zeppelin's famous song, Stairway to Heaven. Now, by the way, so, Stairway to Heaven, right? It is a kind of a funny... Is it also coincidental that it's called Stairway to Heaven? Right? Stairway to Heaven. So, there, there's the... The title of the song is speaking about the afterlife and where you go. Now, just because our heaven, you know, a Christian's heaven is with Father, Son, and Spirit, right? But their heaven or the place they want to be is not, right? So just because we use that word to, to, uh, and, and we think of, you know, fat little angels floating around with, with bows and arrows and butterflies and, and lilies and stuff, that's how we try to envision it that's not how they envision it so just because it's got the word heaven doesn't mean they're talking about the throne where the you know the father son and spirit sit on and and uh the lamb judges and everyone all the angels and and saints sing holy 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 and that's not <laughs> that's i don't think that's being implied here and another thing so what about the lyrics to the song do the do the uh, lyrics of the song? Do they kind of make any sense? Do, are they just jumbled words? Is there is are they just kind of like thrown together? So it would, because the real intent was to play this. If the song was played backwards, that it would hail Satan. So before we do play it backwards, let's let's listen to the lyrics and then. We'll listen, we'll play the song, and you'll hear it played normal, and then hear it played backwards. Alright, so there's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. When she gets there, she knows if the stores are all closed with a word she can get what she came for. Oh, 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 and she's buying a stairway to heaven. There's a sign on the wall. But she wants to be sure, because you know sometimes words have two meanings. Isn't that interesting? In a tree by the brook, there's a songbird who sings. Sometimes all of our thoughts are misgiven. Oh, makes me wonder. Oh, makes me wonder. There's a feeling I get when I look to the west and my spirit is crying for leaving. And my thought I have seen rings of smoke through the trees and the voices of those who stand looking. Oh, it makes me wonder. Oh, it makes me wonder. Um, of course, it, it keeps going. There's, I mean, the, again, I'm trying to be, I'm not trying to jump to conclusions, but it doesn't make much sense. I mean, I got a good sense of poetry. I got a good sense of uh, symbolism and hyperbole and all that stuff. Uh, I get it, you know. I mean... But this doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. If there's a bustle in your hedge grow, don't be alarmed now. It's just a spring clean for the May Queen. 
Yes, there are toothpaths you can go by, but in the long run, and there's still time to change the road you're on. That kind of makes sense. And it makes me wonder. Okay. Now let's get to the song. So that was played. That was a normal song. Now we're going to play it backwards. So here's the part where it claims, so here's to my sweet Satan. So here's to my sweet Satan. I don't know if the audio is very good. Me listening to it. In front of me, through my computer, it sounds very clear. I don't know how clear it's going to be with coming from my computer to my phone to you. All right, but we'll try. So here's the My Sweet Satan, the one little path. Who uh, would make me sad whose power is Satan. He'll give you those 666. And all those fools who made us suffer, sad Satan. Alright, one more time, all the way, and... I won't interrupt it. So, I guess the question is, since we know music has power, and we know there's power in music, we know that he was into the occult, and we know that he bought a house that Aleister Crowley owned, and I think it's fair to say it was out of his, uh, him idolizing him or him, you know, have it liking him was this done on purpose was this done on purpose 
So you got a song, the most popular, one of the most popular rock songs of all time, called "Stairway to Heaven," and there's really nothing in there about what anyone, any normal person would, any type of lyrics that would lead to anything about heaven, right? And then when it's played backwards, I mean, some of that is pretty clear to me. Like I said, I hope you can hear it clear through your through your on this podcast just go to uh youtube and type stairway to heaven backwards and you can you can hear it pretty well now now but see you got to be careful does this uh, there might be some other words played backwards at certain speeds that might sound creepy as well and that's not the intent and i recognize that I'm not saying every song played backwards. If you accidentally hear the word Satan, it means that it was done intentional. But the question is, was this done intentional? I mean, I'll tell you what. My personal opinion, okay? I'm not a prophet. I'm not an apostle. Okay? I'm not... I'm no I'm a nobody. Okay? I'm just I'm a horrible wretched sinner that loves the Lord. But since I've thought about it a lot, I probably won't listen to Led Zeppelin anymore. That's just me. Especially with my children in the house. I don't want to have anything played like that where it can open up or make other other evil spirits feel welcome. I want them to feel uncomfortable because we are stalked like a lion by a lion. That the Satan is called like a lion. He stalks you. And we do know that there's spiritual warfare that goes that we cannot see. Paul talks about this. This is this is without question. I want them to feel uncomfortable. All right. I mean, music music does that, y'all. Music does that. Are you going to listen to, say you're getting ready to lift weights. You're going to listen to, uh, um, you know, Disney music. Okay. Are you going to listen to, uh, you know, something like that? A baby shark. You can listen to baby shark getting ready to, to lift weights. Okay. You, you're going to listen to, if you want to be romantic with your wife. You're going to listen to something that takes her out of the mood? You're going to have something playing that takes her out of the mood? You're getting ready to study for a test. You can take something that distracts you. Music effects. Music effects. So, I'm not going to have that played in my house anymore. And it stinks because... I like a lot of their music. I ain't gonna lie. I do. Immigrant song. Come from the land of white and snow. You know, about Vikings and stuff. It's a great song to listen to. To lift weights to. But, I mean, if they, I, I, it's just, this is, as a cop term, this is absolutely reasonable suspicion. It's reasonable suspicion that you have 
a guy who was into the occult, who bought Aleister Crowley's house. And people say that he did some type of, uh, which of course I don't know if this is true or not. Did some type of seance or summoning of, of the evil ones on, in a concert with a violin. And that the song played backwards says Hell Satan. And his song's called Stairway to Heaven. And the lyrics are don't really make sense. Yeah. I think it's reasonable suspicion. And that's enough for me. And I'm not some, you know, like I said, Jesus sees, I see Jesus in my cornflakes and, and oh, I'm going to walk scared and, and I can't, you know, I don't want my kids getting candy on the street on Halloween, all this stuff. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. However, I do, I do understand the power of music and I do understand what the scripture says about music and I do understand how it can be used to even push off evil spirits. So if good music, holy music pushes them off, unholy music doesn't push them off. It's simple logic. So you make your own decision on how you're going to run your house. You, you husbands and fathers that listen to this podcast, remember, we are judged, us men, we are judged on how we run our household and how your household is ran with your kids in it and how you lead them to the Lord, you take them to church, teach them the scripture. We will be held massively accountable for how a man runs his household. It's not a threat. It's just God's word. If that scares you, then maybe you should repent and think about something else, doing something else. So my house will no longer play Led Zeppelin or any other type of music like that. If you want recommendations, if you're a, if you're a weightlifter, you're a gym rat like me, and you want something to get you going, I listen to a lot of. I know it sounds corny, man. Gosh, I know it sounds corny. I I do listen to some some gospel music sometimes, but it, I mean, it doesn't really. Some of it does it. It gets me hyped sometimes. It does. Because I just want to honor the Lord and I just want to lift the weights and it, and it gets me going. Um, I listen to movie scores. Like, uh, you know, like a guy storming a castle. And it's just, it's like trumpets and, and uh, like an orchestra. And it's just really hard, fast-paced... It's like a, a battle scene in Braveheart or Troy or Gladiators. Music like that that plays in the background. That's what I'll listen to. And I'll just imagine myself you know, being you know, physical. So if this podcast hit any of y'all in the right spot and you may be thinking twice about what you listen to or what you have your house listen to or what you listen to in the gym, I'm trying to just give you a suggestion. That's all. Okay? All right. Thank you for listening to this podcast. God bless you in Jesus' name.